Construction champions, it's your host, Ron Newsbaum, and we're here for another amazing episode of Construction Champions Podcast, where we're burning the damn house down so we can rebuild it. I'm getting rid of the bull. I'm not. This is the last episode I will reference the bulldozer. We're no longer bulldozing it. We are just torching that bitch. Like that is the bottom line. We're burning it to the ground because that's the only way we can get down to that foundation so we can build it back up. I have a fantastic guest. I'm super excited for our conversation today. Mitchell, how's it going today? Doing well. How are you, Ron? I am doing fantastic as always. I'm super excited for our conversation. Yeah, I think it's just going to be an amazing episode. Heck yeah. So why don't you take a minute, tell all the construction champions a little bit about yourself, and we'll dive into it. Yeah, well, I think to start my story, uh, I begin back when I was in college. I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, And so when I was in school, I actually was with a couple of friends and we worked on a business where we used to sell goods as a third party uh, on Amazon. So we would literally buy things wholesale, put it into an Amazon warehouse and then sell it for uh, a markup. So I've always been this entrepreneurial person with the mindset of, okay, how can I build businesses and how can I create something of value? Uh, After college, uh, I went into the corporate world for a bit. Uh, I was your management consultant for a while, making PowerPoint presentations for other people and sticking them into virtual file drawers. Uh, Great work, not always the most rewarding, but I wanted to be someone who was entrepreneurial, right? And helping others and building something from the ground up. Uh, And so I didn't know what that was yet. And I wanted to find a software or a tech company where I could be there early on and see that growth. And so I went to a company called Service Channel, which was a facility management software platform. Now at Service Channel, I worked a lot with trades. So your plumbers, electricians, handymen. And what I got to see was sort of two things with those businesses. One was the people were awesome. Um, I loved working with small business. They were really genuine down to earth and really cared about the work that they did. But two, the operations were really challenging. You know, I'd go into offices and I'd see stacks of paper and laptops from 1996, right? And so there wasn't a ton of technology in these businesses and there wasn't a lot of efficiency. Now, my time at Service Channel came to a close as the company got acquired uh, at the late in 2021. And I was trying to figure out, okay, how could I go back and find a way to help businesses in the contractor world? Uh, And at that point in time, about early 2022, I got introduced to my co-founder, who I work on my company now with, and his name is Ryan. And Ryan had just gone through this nasty gut renovation of his apartment. You know, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And as I got to know Ryan and I got to know his story, I started thinking to myself, okay, why? You know, why did all of this happen? And as Ryan and I started to go back to builders, including his, and try to break down some of the challenges and problems that they were having, we realized that there were kind of two archetypes. There was one 
builders who were using pen and paper, maybe some Microsoft Excel or Google Drive, but largely running their businesses through paper and email and text. And then two, there were businesses running their jobs on legacy software. You know, most well-known is Builder Trend, but 15 years old, kind of like a 2008 used car where it doesn't work quite right, but maybe it gets you from point A to point B. Um, and as Ryan and I were talking and spending more time with builders, the light bulb went on and we realized, okay, there is a gap in the market. Think of all the small and medium-sized businesses out there in the world, especially in the U.S., right? And when it comes to residential construction, they need a project management system that works. And so we started Resio in July of 2022 to make project management simple and easy for your common builder. Um, so we are a solution that provides everything from estimating to selections, scheduling, time tracking, you name it, so that builders can run their jobs uh, all in one system. Awesome, man. Well, I love it. That's quite the journey to get here to today. We're on a construction podcast talking about the construction industry. It's awesome. I mean, look, this this space, uh, having been a part of it tangentially with trades and you know the plumbers, electricians of the world, um, the people are the best. The community is amazing. And I love just watching how everyone works to support one another and the industry works to better itself. It's truly an industry where collaboration will win at the end of the day. We might 100. not have that reputation. It's one of the reasons I do the podcast is because we need to get rid of the reputation. We need to get rid of the closed door mentality. And we really need to lean into the collaborate that collaborative mentality that we just inherently have. Like, let's fix some shit. Let's do it together and let's get it done. Uh, so I'm super excited to dive in. I'm going to ask you the million dollar question. And that is what makes a construction champion? I love the question, Ron. And I've been thinking about it since I've been listening to your other podcasts. Um, now, my first thought when I heard champion is I think of sports, right? I played hockey growing up and I think of all the the champions I used to look up to, you know, Steve Eiserman, that's a that, right old Red Wings hockey player for reference. And I can picture my heroes lifting the Stanley Cup when I thought I wanted to be a hockey player. Um, and what stood out to me then and what I idolized was, right, one, they always embodied a drive to win. Um and two, in that drive, right, they continued to seek ways to get better. Year over year, right, they were always trying to improve, trying to improve. And third, nothing was ever an individual effort. So they were always supported by others, whether it was teammates, fans, community, to ensure that everyone else came along for the ride and got better too. So to go back to your question, when I think of construction champion, I'm thinking probably champion of a in a literal sense from my sports background, but I think that first, right, relating to that drive to win, a construction champion has a drive to serve home buyers, tenants, and really deliver a above and beyond experience to their customers. Two, right, they're always seeking to get better, so they're constantly pushing themselves to grow and improve, and challenging themselves each and every day. And then third, right, it's a team effort. So they're continuing to support each other, their employees, their partners, 
and the broader community as well. And to me, I look at that big picture and that's someone I look up to and I want to try to become in this space. I love it. And yeah, shout out to you because you all from Michigan. I'm from Ohio, but my, <laughs> uh, my late father-in-law was a huge Red Wings fan because my wife is from Michigan and they grew up. So I'm familiar with the people you're with Steve Eisman, who you're talking about from the Red Wings and stuff. And, you know, we do look at it a lot of times from that sports analogy, but how you just broke that down. I like, we're having this conversation because we have lows instant what you're talking about doing is we both have like that's what's brought us here as you said that i just think about you know the team that i've entrusted to be around to continue to get to where i'm at that continued willingness to learn and and just wanting to show up and win like that's that's what got us all here and why we're having this conversation today and just that desire to collaborate. Like that was one of the things when I rolled this podcast out, like I just, I wanted to have a pretty open door policy where like, this is about collaboration and about just getting people in front of each other, because that's what matters at the end of the day. Like everybody, every episode, there's something somebody can take away and I think there's something magical about that. So how how do you see guys go out there and live that champion life? What are some of the stuff that separates some of your, you know, we all have and we work work for the construction. I say we work for the construction industry, at least myself yeah. now. Like that's where I'm where I'm at. I work for the industry. And you know, I have you have superstars. And when I look at them, I like, you know. I say those are like what not my ideal customer, but those are my perfect customers. And I know the characteristics that set them apart. Uh, I guess why don't why don't you dive into some of that on your like your example, what makes a champion? Like, how do you see that come out in your customers? Definitely. So, you know, I'll give a couple of examples and I won't name names, but you know, for Rezio, as our, as we built our business, we've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by amazing advisors. And our advisors are typically builders in the space, you know, whether they're a single employee shop or 25 employees. Um, they all embody, right, these same characteristics that you're describing. And one example I can think of recently is uh, I know a builder who was going through a really busy time. You know, it's still kind of crazy in the industry right now. And the day was nuts, right? And at the end of the day, what they managed to do was call up another builder. This was like 5, 5.30 to help them with a software problem. So after a long day, probably 6 a.m. to 5 p.m. of going to battle, doing their job, serving their customers, they decided to spend another 30 minutes to an hour bettering someone else that they were a peer with out of pure choice. Easily could have skipped that phone call. They could have been like, I'm tired. Uh, I, you know, I, I need a beer, whatever it is. Um, and that extra effort, right, makes that person a champion and is really, to me, what makes this community pretty special because that's not a one-time occurrence, right? What I see day in, day out is behavior like that, whether it comes down to helping a company like ours get off the ground or helping another builder 
or going above and beyond for that homeowner who has a, a late night question on Sunday. Um, and that stuff is pretty special. Yeah, I think it's stuff that we, I think, kind of take. We don't think about it enough because it just kind of starts to become a natural thing within the construction industry with just that that extra effort a lot of times is what we put in. It's that extra 10 minutes. It's showing up a few minutes early. When I look at the 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 champions out there and what they're doing, like that's that stuff just kind of starts to become the bar. And I love that because like that's we we look at it a lot of times as like here, that's the above and beyond, but really it becomes the bar. And mm-hmm. above and beyond that. So when you talk about that extra 30 minutes, like it doesn't really seem like that much more because the bar is already so high for guys that are operating at a championship level. You know, when Steve Eisman came in and wanted to hit a few more pucks or somebody wanted <laughs> him to hit a few yeah. more pucks and he was already late at the gym. Like it wasn't nothing for him to stay. And I don't, I'm just speaking hypothetical. I don't know if he did this or not. (laughs) Nobody quote me on this, but I'm just saying if somebody was like, can you spend 30 minutes with me to help me figure this out on my shot? He would have just done it. And it wouldn't, it's not that much more of a sacrifice because his ball was already so high. 100%. So with that being said, what, what should guys do? I know you deal with some people. I'm sure we all see them that aren't the champions. How do we help them get to that caliper where that bar is raising? Or let's say, and let me put this in a better terminology for you is we have, we have a listener out there listening right now. That's like, man, that's my bar. I don't think my bar is high enough. I think my bar is actually low. How do, how do they start to develop some of that champion characteristics that you're talking about? Yeah, well, I, I think it, it starts with the first thing you just described, which is setting your bar, right? What do you want to be? What do you want to get out of this? What do you want to build as a business? Do you want to do this part-time? Do you want to do this full-time? Do you want to give get to five employees? Do you want to get to $5 million in annual revenue? What are you trying to accomplish? Because champions can look like all the above depending on what your bar is. Now, I, I talk about the the extra work ethic that I see all the time. I think it's work ethic associated to meet that goal, right? And so once you have that goal in place, coming back to my second point about what it takes or what it makes a construction champion, then you have to constantly push yourself to achieve that goal, right? How can I continuously get better? How can I have a learning mindset? How can I challenge myself to do something that I'm uncomfortable with and that mental battle day in, day out, because doing that's not easy, right. Is honestly, most of the challenge oftentimes when it comes down to doing this, you know, I would say personally as a, as a business owner, right. There are days where uh, I feel like I am doing great. And there are days where I feel like the world is caving in. Right. But at the same time, I know, right. My goal and my ultimate vision, right, is to serve builders across America. And so if I keep that in mind, that pushes me to continuously grow and improve. And I think that kind of mindset 
is really essential to meeting our goals. It's discipline is what it, I mean, it comes down, at least for me. I mean, that's because days suck. Days are great, but you have to have the discipline to do the same, like to show up. And I, I when you were saying that, I was, I was thinking for some reason, just pop like a couple of guys that I know that are just absolutely killing it popped into my mind. And I was like, the reason they're killing it is because they they're not just the extra effort, but because they do understand where they're going. They have that vision. And then they're not just taking the effort to get there. Like they know they could get there in two to three years, but they're out there kicking ass and they're like, I'm going to get there in a couple of years. Like I'm going to do the extra effort. And that's what makes them special at what they're doing. And I don't think it's inherently any different personality or anything. I just think it's when you get a fire lit under your ass that you get going and it's like, man, this is doable because all I have to do is stick to the discipline of it and just keep showing up. And I think that's the hardest part sometimes. Definitely. And I think there's, there's a couple, you know, frame ways to frame that. Uh, you know, when I was, I think a little bit younger and I was looking at my, my role models, um, there were folks that always said, be passionate about the work that you do. Right get something that is going to get you out of bed in the morning and get you excited. And there's also folks that told me, hey, maybe it's not so much about being passionate about the work that you do, but the outcome that you create, whether that's a, a better standard of living for your family or it's satisfaction in terms of building a business. Whatever it is, whether it's, whether it's true passion or whether it's truly delivering some sort of outcome, either way, right, to your point, it has to motivate you to get out of bed in the morning, get excited and go to work and push yourself to be the best that you can be. Yeah. I mean, it can be hard. And I, I don't, I talk on here a lot about like, there was a reason why you started the business. Like don't lose sight of that. And if that's a vacation or if that's more time with your kids or if it's a motorcycle or a new truck, a new house, like don't lose sight of that. Like it doesn't have to be, like, I think we get all, sometimes we can get so like, it's got to be this huge thing that moves something massive when, I mean, if you're excited about driving a Ferrari and you go get a Ferrari, like, that's okay. Like, that can be the thing if you have something to chase. Like, I'm, I, it's, that's how I look at it. I know there's a lot of people that would call bullshit on that, that it can't be about uh, a monetary thing or something. But I, I think people start stuff for all their own reasons. And then they get talked out of those reasons by people that aren't, aren't doing anything. And they, then they change it around and they're like, Oh no, I don't want that new Holly. What I really want is to build this great, company that does this and that well how do you get the holly you build that damn great company <laughs> like yeah. that the holly's the outcome because you did that and that's fine to look at it that way and i i think we get talked out of that totally agree so what what's the what's the next big stuff for you guys what do you guys got coming down the pipeline here yeah, we're, we're excited to continue expanding our product uh, and continuing to 
you know, cover the entire end-to-end -end construction process for small and medium-sized medium -sized builders across America. I think the big thing we're looking ahead to is the International Builder Show. Um, this is going to be Rezio's first exhibit at IBS. Uh, we're excited to show the world what we've been working on and the power of our solution and how much value it's created for our current customer base. And so I think of that as a kind of hello world moment for our company mm -hmm. that we're looking at in five months. And we want to come with, you know, a couple of surprises for folks. Um, so they, you know, uh, get to see all the great work that we're doing, but also what our vision for the future is as well. I love it, man. And it's been absolutely fantastic talking to you today. Likewise, Ron. Thanks for so, having me. Oh, well, thank you for being on here and taking your time to do this. So for all the construction champions out there, if they wanted to connect with you, follow you, learn more about what you got going on, where's the best places for them to do that? Yeah. I mean, first of all, come come talk to me. Uh, my my door is always open. Um, so go to, go to our website. Uh, book a conversation with me. Uh, that's resiosoftware.com, R-E-S-S-I-O software.com. Uh, we're also on social media. So you can follow us on Instagram uh, or Facebook uh, or LinkedIn. But, you know, for me, uh, I like to make myself as available as possible. So email address, Mitchell at resiosoftware.com. You can contact me anytime. That's why we get along so well. Like I'm always the people, I go on podcasts and they're like, so if somebody wants to talk to somebody at your company, who do they talk to? Well, reach out to me. Like I'm the person I want to talk to you. <laughs> like, uh, that, that's just, that's the ebb and flow of business. And when you're involved and you really care about what you're doing, as you get something going, it's the only way to do it. So, man, I love that. It's been great having you on the show. Once again, thank you. Thanks, Ron. All right, construction champions. Another episode where we talked about extra effort. Like, let's think about this really quick. You're listening to podcasts, probably not construction podcasts to begin with. And I, I think most of our traffic come from people that probably started out listening to like Joe Rogan. And then they were like, hey, I'm in the construction industry. There's this dude, Ron, he's got this construction chair. I'll, I'll check that out. But let's think about it. So we're listening to this podcast and we hear extra effort and we're like, no, I don't think I want to put, you're already doing it. Like by listening to this podcast, you are putting extra effort in. It's the implementation that has to happen next. And coming from two software guys, we know all about implementation here. And it can be the hardest thing in your entire life. But once you start to get that implementation in there and you start to have the discipline to follow through on that extra effort, no matter what it is, I just, let me challenge you, do something five minutes a day, a little bit above and beyond, just five minutes for the next week. Just think about like, what one thing that you can dedicate five minutes to extra effort. It can't be something that you needed to do anyhow. It can't be something your wife or girlfriend has been telling you you need to do. Just find something, five minutes you can dedicate yourself to and see what that compounding effect is. Give it a week. I always say give it 30 days. Yes. Give it 30 days and see what the real effect is of those five minutes. It'll change your life. So construction champions, until next time, be the champion you were meant to be.
Hey, construction champions. It's your host, Ron Nussbaum here. And I want to talk to you about how you can automate all of your marketing. We've had so many people on here talk about getting the systems in place. Well, we have partnered with Build 12 and Construction Champions podcast. Les O'Hara, the founder, what really excites me is his 30 years in the industry. And now he's built a system to be able to nurture your leads and continue to utilize that. I personally use the system myself. Build 12 is absolutely amazing. There's a lot of value in there. And it's a way to start getting away from Angie's list and all of that kind of stuff and start actually creating your own leads every day and have a system for them. So go on our website Check out the show notes. Go check out Build 12 and what it can do for the front end of your business today. It's absolutely amazing. I highly recommend going and meeting with Les and his son, Devin, and talking to him about what they built for their own business so the rest of the industry can take benefit from that. Here on Construction Champions, we're all about helping each other out. And what is better than contractors helping contractors? I say nothing. So let's go take this to the next level. Go check out Build 12. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me or Les or his son, Devin. We're here to help. We want to continue to grow the industry.